Hey everyone, it's WDW Happy Hour here. I am Catherine, and I'm here with my fellow podcast members, Matt. Hello. Holly. Hi. Rob. Greetings. And Scott. Hi there. I really switched up. You really missed that. (laughs) Yeah, I was just going for the element of surprise. Um, Yeah, so we are here with a very exciting episode. This is actually a listener request of a topic. So just a reminder, if you have anything you want us to talk about, this was like a great one that we were like, how have we never done that before? So stay tuned. I personally love this because then we don't have to think of it. It's great. If you guys just send us a DM on Instagram and it's actually anywhere near a decent idea. We're in. We're in because it means that we don't have to think of one. Exactly. Not like this isn't a good idea. I don't want to give, I I do think this is a good one that we haven't done. Yes. Um, so anyway, um, we have a really exciting episode and I'm also going to get the listener's name who sent it to us by the end of this episode so I can give her props. Um, but we're going to start off as we always do with our topping it off, uh, where we talk about a Disney drink from somewhere around the Disney universe and Matt, you're up. I am. And you know what? Always a risk. Always a risk. However, I mean, I think that. I have the perfect drink, um, considering our uh, main topic today. I'm going to do a little teaser here. I'm going over to the... Oh, geez. It's the... The dolphin. Dolphin. Yeah. Okay. I What's messed up is it says Swan and Dolphin Hotels on the... on the. So, it's a Todd English's Blue Zoo, which is at the Dolphin Hotel. Ooh. And I am highlighting a cocktail that I had, uh, what feels October like... October in 2020. Many moons ago. Yeah. Uh, and it's called the Serenity. And now. this is right now. <laughs> serenity now. This is very much like a spa drink. It was uh, <laughs> no, it's like it's and you'll you'll know what I mean when I list the ingredients. I'm reading it directly as it's as it's. Can I make uh, a prediction? <clears throat> sure. It does it have cucumber? <laughs> you damn right. In <laughs> fact, they lead off. And reading directly from the menu, this is how it's listed: Serenity. A masterful combination of cucumber vodka, literally the first ingredient, cucumber vodka, St. Germain elderflower liqueur, muddled strawberries, basil, rosemary, lime, and pineapple juice. That's very spa-ish. Yeah. 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 Would you say it's refreshing? I remember really liking it. Um, Yeah, me too. I remember you really enjoying it. Yeah. It's got a nice mix of flavors. It's not too... um, not too strong, not too... I mean, I think it was a little bit strong, but I mean, like, not too strong of flavors. You know, it wasn't, yeah. like, overpowering. Yeah. Yeah, really good. Serenity. Serenity now. Sanity later. Mm-hmm. Is that it? That does sound pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm not a, I, I'm not a... I know cucumber's very vogue-ish. Is it? But I, I, Is it hot right now? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like... But I'm not a cucumber. I, I feel like it just... Over and it doesn't have a strong flavor, but I feel like it just overpowers everything. Cucumber is nearly water. I know that, but for some reason, I don't know if I'm sensitive to it or something. But to me, it, it's just very you yet, muddled strawberries. Mm. Yeah, I like rosemary too. That reminds me of that yeah. drink I really like at homecoming that I don't think they have anymore. Oh, oh yeah, that yeah. was so good. What yeah. the hell yeah. was that? The was that, the the. Was that, Something lemonade. The local? The local. Oh, is yeah. That, is that the one with the coconut? I believe so. Yeah, that was I'm getting them all mixed up. Oh, I am geez. just <laughs> surrounded by people feverishly Googling on their phones oh, right I'm, now. I'm not. I'm, but yes, I. It's it was 
Yeah, I'm not looking at that, by the way. Um, well, that sounds good. That's a place I haven't been to in a long time. Yeah, yeah I often forget so. about it. I um, gotta tell you guys, I know it was when we did a year roundup last year at the end of 2020, there was not a lot to talk about because we hadn't gone to Disney a lot because <laughs> it was the year of the pandy. Um, but that was far and away my standout dining experience. I still think I got Chilean sea bass, which I've never had in my life. And it was so good. That dining experience was amazing. The food there is top notch. I forgot you got the sea bass. That was so out of character for you. It flaked up. It was so flavorful. It was so good. I, I can't even say how much I enjoy that. That is what, not... What prompted you to get that? Because you're not a seafood person. The waiter, like, really was like, it is so good. Like, it's not super, like, like fishy. seafood, fishy <clears throat> tasting. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. And that is a place that deserves more than just a drink mm. there. Like, that is a... You should eat there. It is a little bougie. Um, it is. I will say, like, I... I feel like there are a couple of places on Disney property that I almost feel like a little uncomfortable, even though it's it's a known fact, like people are coming from the parks and you're going to see some people who are wearing like, you know, board shorts and a t-shirt because, you know, they just came from a day in the parks. But like, that's one of those places where I feel like it's a little bit more high class that I'm like, I feel like I need to wear like slacks or something. Like I need to wear something with buttons. I don't know. And, and yeah, that's probably just me, but it, it does feel a little bit more mid to high tier as far as, you know, yeah. Disney locales. Your appetizers were even great, too. I remember we had a few drinks and ordered some risotto yeah, balls. Ro- they known, mm, known yeah, for their, I mean, uh, they got a good raw bar, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. they are. We did not <clears throat> do that, but... Maybe we'll know. talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Okay, maybe we yeah. will. We'll nice. talk about raw bars. <laughs> All right, so Rob, we're gonna kick Aunt to you with yeah, the news. Yeah, for being three weeks out from our last episode, there actually, I thought there was more news. I don't know if it was just things that I don't know seeped into my conscious or subconscious, <laughs> but left. I don't know when I was going through the headlines, I didn't see that much. So this is a little light, but we have word that the. Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is returning in 2022. Mm-hmm. So, what was it? Boobash? What was the? What oh, was it? Last Boobash Parade, right? No, or no, no like the was par- like, what was yeah, the party was, last yeah, year? Yeah, it was called the Boobash. Yeah. Was it Boobash? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah, so this is the full-on uh, party. Starts at seven, um, goes to midnight. Park entry at four if you buy the ticket. Across uh, 30, 37 nights, so it's basically a return to twenty. 19's version. What's the cost? Yeah, I was going to ask if they had that. Good question, Holly. Um, um, So the ticket prices range from $109 to $199. And then... um, $199, that's freaking expensive. Tickets for the cancelled event in 2020 began at $85. Oh my! Wow. And rise to one, and rose to one forty-four, and then the after-hours boo bash <laughs> began at one twenty-nine and went up to one ninety-nine. I hate all of this. Yeah, and the the annual <clears throat> pass holder and DVC member prices are you get ten dollars off. That's wow. that's the offensive part because 
you're you already have a park ticket for that day. Right. So you're now saying that that Halloween party is worth that much more than a park ticket for that day? Oh, right. I, I never really... I guess I wasn't thinking about it like that. Because if you don't have an annual pass, then you can be like, okay, well, we can That'll attribute this to day. a park yeah. ticket and this. Whereas you don't get the benefit of the park ticket day right. because you're an annual pass holder. So really, it should be significantly discounted. should be like 80 Not, bucks. No, it should be like the, half price. See, a lot of people that are buying t- tickets and they want to do the party will make this a pool day. Yeah. And, and then go at the, four. And go at four yeah. o'clock till midnight. So you get really a whole uh, park day. Yeah. Right. That's uh, what I'm saying. Well, Scott I'm just making the argument that well, for DVC. You already for, have a for, park. For uh, annual pass. No, no, no. He's saying for annual pass holders. Oh, yeah. 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 That's like, what I'm saying is that. Like, yeah. could you imagine us going to the Magic Kingdom that day and then just being like, and eh, now we have tickets to the Halloween party, so we'll just stay till midnight? Like, it's not. Like, what does what does the Halloween party. I mean, I would love to go back and listen to the episode that we did, mm-hmm. me, Scott, and Matt went to the one in 2019. And it was really, really not a great... You'd be hard-pressed to come up with $150 worth of stuff. Extra things that you can't get during the regular park hours of the Magic Kingdom. Because you're still paying for food. Right. I mean, except for candy, which is like, I, you know, if you can collect $15 worth of candy, you've done well. Yeah. And you yeah. don't even get a Sources of the Magic uh, Kingdom card anymore, I know, I right? Because that. that helped pay for some of it if you're reselling those puppies on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> so just, you know, some of the details that they did come out with. Parades coming Mickey's Booty You Halloween Parade will return. Trick-or-treating for, they specifically list M&M's, Catherine Tweet, Skittles, Snickers, mm-hmm. and other Halloween favorites. Um, Hocus Pocus, Villain Spelltacular. I didn't know they called it the spectacular. Maybe they I do. Um, <laughs> and they'll d- d- You know, Disney characters, okay. Halloween overlays for attractions, Space Mountain, Mad Tea Party Pirates, uh, Monsters Inc., Laugh Floor. Um, and then Jack Skellington will host Disney's Not So Spooky Spectacular. So it's not. What was the. Was it Boogie Woogie? Boogie Woogie? No, uh, uh, what was the old Halloween? Oh, wasn't it with Hocus Pocus? Wishes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Hollowishes. Oh, you're talking about the, the fireworks. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah, I'm... so it, it, it's now Disney's not so spooky spectacular <clears throat> is what they're calling it, hosted by Jack Skellington. Oh. This can't miss nighttime extravaganza features projections, special effects, and lighting mixed with fireworks, music, and Disney characters. I was going to say, they better be doing something different. I, I mean, I <laughs> love the Halloween parade is my probably second favorite parade next to Paint the Night, but like, it's old. I mean, it's it's the, you get the same characters every time. Like, I would really but like. You got to keep the grave digger. Yes. No. You got to keep the grave. <laughs> I think re- you can. Repl- <laughs> there are some that are not quite as memorable as others. Yeah. That can Skeleton be, band. Yeah. The they are. Yeah, yeah. Anything haunted mansion related needs to stay yes. in that parade. Um, the autumnal section with the uh, chicken. chicken. Oh. <laughs> Annabelle, yeah, Clarabelle cow, and Horace horse collar. <laughs> oh wow! Um, they're probably not. They probably think, oh, since this hasn't been in three years, yeah, people are like, we don't yeah. have to yeah, offer know. anything new. 
I know. People I want to do it. That's true. Do you yeah. remember what a big deal they made when, who is, is it Vanellope or is it Goofy who's on like the candy float? When he, when, whenever it was either Vanellope or Goofy, when they brought that one in, it was like, and a new float. Like, they made such a big deal about that. I think it's that. Goofy. I think Vanellope, didn't she, she have has her own car? car? Oh, she has the race car. Yeah, and Goofy's the on the big, car. like, yeah. lollipop, yeah. like, peppermint thing. And, yeah. and, and truly, they when they introduced huge. that, I think that it really changed everything. Yeah. <laughs> I think it changed the, the whole pandemic. landscape of the park. <laughs> what did? Having Goofy on his oh, on oh. his candy. No, I didn't know what it, we, he was. What you were no, I'm yeah. dead serious. Yeah, no, I didn't know what you were specifically referring to. Like That's this all. might be a little off, but like I would love to see like with the parade, like some of the classic um, old school Halloween cartoons. Oh, like more like, than just like yeah. get, get the skeletons in there. Get yeah. the mm. well. I mean, I, I mean, I'm wasn't there like, a, the headless a, a ghost one? Yeah, like, the lonesome ghost. Yes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it'd be. It'd be cool if they did more than just the, uh, whatchamacallit, the guy, the guy at the beginning. The Headless Horseman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Him that him. guy? Yeah, that, that dude. Don't worry. They won't do anything new. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, so, the, this kind of came and went, um, the news, I didn't see that much of it, um, but the last performance of Disney Kite Tales at Animal Kingdom is on May 26th. So, let's pour one out for our so, homie. Yeah, I know. Big, big. See, I w- feel I can't contribute to this because I've never seen it. Uh, well, no. we're go- lucky for you. You yeah. might get a last chance at yeah. that. <laughs> so, so May 26th, last performance. So, what they're doing is says beginning May 27th, Kite Tales will switch to a walk by viewing experience a without walk-by. scheduled performance times. And none of the theater-based performers. That just means they're going to drag those kites around occasionally. Yeah, yeah, we'll get like the shorter kites and maybe like one. Like or the flotillas two. just yeah. come through. It's going to yeah. be. Was it ooh. just like a show? Yeah, yeah. Was it was like it was like a show. Yeah, it was similar <laughs> to a show. If you would, what, if you were there, yeah, you would think short. that it was something it was that resembled a show. Like, do they do something on the water? Yes, they're on the water on like yeah. jet skis. How, you and so they're taking that that piece away. They're taking so on the other the the side opposite, not closer to the Expedition Everest. Correct, the other side, by like Dino oh, okay. Land. Wait a they, second! Did you not see any of the videos about kite tails? We've showed you the videos. You know, like them dive bombing into the stands, the balloon, the balloons. The, I've seen video clips, but I haven't seen like the thing through. No, that's all of it. If you that's it, that's it. Right, well, you yeah. got the best parts, Holly. All right, so I got the highlight. No, yeah, they, they that had, is the they highlight. They had performers reel. that were like um, Nemo esque. Oh, okay. On the on that side, okay. that would like walk it. So, but there was a lot of them. So it was like money. Catherine so. described it well. It was like a high school auditorium. Oh, it was like here, God. just like wave around these banners or whatever mm-hmm. before to like hype people up, and no one paid attention to them. And then the if you weren't sitting on that side, also you got zero benefit from them. Like, and we if you were sitting on that side, sit. you got zero benefit. <laughs> right. So sad. So glad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the the kites being pulled by the boats probably were the only part of this that were remotely. Those were jet skis, Scott. Some of them were boats, weren't they? No. 
And they were all jet skis. There so was the guy forward and the guy backwards. So that's being taken away. No, 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 no we think that place the is performers. Up, okay, um, yeah. All right. You know how they're doing like the the, per, the character cavalcades throughout the day in Animal Kingdom, where they put them on the boat. Yeah, I think that'll just yeah. be another thing like that. And I think they don't want to have to have cast members there seating people, right? And, because it's not they had a dozen or so probably oh, cast yeah. members. So now you could reassign them. So, yeah. Get, or you get just a walk, or that you don't need it. You have to catch it just standing yeah. there or something. Or over one of the bridges. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. No. <laughs> yeah. F to pay respects. <laughs> and then lastly, we have had like zero love for uh, anything Disneyland lately, but a uh, piece of news Pixar Pier Hotel is being rethemed to uh, Pixar. It's Paradise Pier Hotel, which it currently is. It's being rethemed to Pixar. Um, no indication if it's going to be one property or multiple properties. There's not much details because um, they're saying some of the concept art surface looks like a, a Toy Story overlay. Wow. So it already has some of those elements. The rooms have the... The ball. Yeah, Luxo. Yeah. Or, that hotel sucks. Yeah, that hotel sucks. On a scale of one to ten, in terms of hotels, how does that... I've never actually been in there. The, oh. Well, the, the big factor is you, you can't evaluate it without talking about, like, your bang for your buck. Because it's not too much less than the Grand Californian and... Disneyland. And the Disneyland Hotel. And, like, it is markedly worse than those two. Like, the amount that you're paying and what you're getting, because it, it is... For all, it is, for all intents and purposes, just a... a um, What was it before? Was it a Marriott or something? Yeah, was it a... Does anybody know why it was originally built? A little trivia nugget. No, I don't. No. It was built for the 84 Olympics to house athletes. Okay. Those and are do you know What was poor. it? Was it like a Marriott? I, I think... I, yeah, I think... Yeah. Something but it good. just it uh it's just I mean and, and I haven't stepped foot in there because you have to walk across the street. It, you, it's, uh, we've had dinner in there. Like, well, recently. I, oh, I meant oh recently. you didn't say recently. Sorry, I, I meant like, like it's been it's, there. It's been a while since I've been to to um the West Coast, but I mean there's there's really no reason to go there if you're not staying there if you don't have dinner dinner reservations. And really I mean like they desperately need to make this more i i think the distance is the worst part of it all it's so far away you can stay at three or four hotels on harbor boulevard that are closer than this one and you are paying that, literally half or, yeah so if you're, or if just you're asking me for a Katala. one out of ten i will give it a one because there's in its current incarnation i would never stay there for the price because i, would, I guess what i'm trying to get a perspective of is price aside what is the quality of this place like if you were is it are we talking about like a La Quinta or are we talking about Pop Century? Five. Yeah, I probably. So, we never been in a room. I, I, I took a tour of them. Um, yeah, they're. This is they're Caribbean beach okay. adjacent. Yeah. You, you know, they're it's a moderate from world standpoint. Okay, that's fine. That's, that's yeah, worse. but it's priced as a deluxe. <sighs> yeah, I mean California what, standards. So if. A Grand Californian say six hundred, Disneyland's five hundred, picks up Paradise Pier's four hundred. So you're not 
Yeah, it's, it's still a... really expensive. And you'd rather stay in one of those convention center hotels oh, anyway, because any they're day of the nice week. new buildings. I mean, yes. Yeah, I can get Absolutely. that. Yeah, those good neighbor hotels really are on their A game because there is a lot of competition for hotels out there. So, like, you could be off property. And really, for Disneyland hotels, there's. You could be closer. Yeah, you could be closer, and there's no, like, because the lack of transport, you don't need that transportation like you do in Disney World. There's no real advantage to staying in a Disneyland-owned hotel. Um, I think you might get a magic morning. So besides <laughs> yeah. that, so know, let's see what they actually hour. do with this. You know, do yeah. they just like? I mean, know. I don't think there's anything they can do with the theming that would ever make me want to stay here. Nothing. Nothing. Right. I mean, you would have to put like some real premier dining and. Oh, the dining was, I mean, that buffet I think we, was in, I mean, like, I think it was like good for what it was, but it wasn't like, I mean, we'd never gone back. And no. like, there was speculation it would be torn down. Yeah. That's some good real estate right there. Too. Yeah. I mean, that's, when you think about what is at most of a premium in California, it's definitely real space, estate. Yeah. It's space. Yeah. So they could technically, I mean, wouldn't they be able to, if they wrapped around, wouldn't they be able to expand California Adventure. It's close enough. They would have to like they do a little do bit of finagling, some but road work with what is that right there? Ball? I don't know. That cuts through there. Yeah, it's a ball that's, road or that's Disneyland Drive. Drive. Yeah, but I think they they know that they're far away from that being a viable option, and it's a lot cheaper to just refurbish a hotel and but slap the... some pictures of Nemo on the walls or yeah, whatever. It's not. It's not great. <laughs> That's it. That's, that's it. That, that's, that's all. The news. That's all the news that's fit to talk about. All right. So our main topic today is one I truly can't believe we've never done. Um, we are going to compare the properties that we talk about all the time, and that would be the Swan versus the Dolphin. Um, I also threw in the Swan Reserve since that is a new property that's associated with them. Although I can say none of the five of us have been there. So we have like the basic information you can find on the internet, but you're not going to get our personal opinion on the Swan Reserve because we have not yet been able to experience it. But that may change very soon. Um, so I'm just going to <laughs> go ahead. I just had a fun idea and I should have said this up front, but I just thought of it. I think it might be cool if we all go around and say, like, before we dig into it, what our preference is. Just, like, off the top, like, are you a swan person or a dolphin person? And maybe by the end of this discussion, do you still agree with it? Okay. So, I'm going to go ahead and say that I am, t I am partial to the swan. That's a complicated question. I know, I know. You know, if right now I'm like... I got a I got a room for you at the Swan or the Dolphin. Same price. Same, Same price. price. All right, I'll take the Swan. Swan. This is easy. Swan. 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 Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm just gonna give a little background of these lovely hotels. Um, our dear friend Michael Eisner was looking for a convention themed hotel near Epcot because he noticed they were losing money to other like nearby hotels at the time. Um and convention spaces. So there's convention spaces in both hotels. Um, Disney worked with the Tishman Group, and that was the contractor who was hired to build Epcot and some other nearby hotels in the Disney zone. 
Um, and Disney partnered with them to open this complex. So Tishman and MetLife own the buildings themselves and have a 99-year lease. And Disney actually owns the land. Um, both the Swan and the Dolphin were designed by um, American architect Michael Graves. He did a lot of other very prominent work in the United States that you would probably recognize. I went down a rabbit hole with him on Friday when I was preparing this. Um, and the statues on top of the Dolphin Hotel are not mammalian dolphins, but a stylized version of a nautical dolphin, a common symbol used on old world maps. And then the design on of the creatures is based on the Triton Fountain in Rome. And the Swan and Dolphin are sister hotels, and they're connected by a palm tree-lined walkway. They both opened in 1990. The Swan was first, then was the Dolphin. Um, so that's just a little bit of background, and I should have said it when we started talking about this. Our listener who suggested this was um, Dazia. I'm probably mispronouncing your name. Please tell me how to pronounce it uh, if, if I'm saying it wrong. Um, so let's just kind of open discussion. We'll talk about the rooms first, Swan v. Dolphin. Um, the Dolphin has more rooms. 1500 the swan has 756 rooms so you want to talk when you put this Catherine created like a cheat sheet document for us that just had like some notable things and when i looked at that i i was actually stunned like i just had no idea that the dolphin has nearly double the amount of of capacity that the swan does like i just i would never have known that i i it's wider, it's taller. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I just, yeah. I, I don't, I, I guess I just never even really looked at it. Like, I, I don't know. I, I would say the rooms are very similar. Except, except bed size. Huge difference. Swan has queen beds. If, if there's two in there, queen beds. The dolphin only has doubles. I, for the longest time, thought they were the same. They are not the same is size. Is it double the same as a full? Yes. Mm -hmm. Double yes. and full are the same. So, okay, not the same. Keep that, uh, th that is a big, when you're sharing. Oh, yes. That is a this, big difference. And yeah, and, and sleeping is really important. And who is the designer? Michael uh, Graves. Michael Graves, because, you know, and I guess you could say, Rob, that we would lie in our graves. Oh, Lord. Oh. <laughs> in uh, in non-pun news here um i actually thought that the swan rooms were bigger it says here that the swan swan rooms are 340 square feet the dolphin rooms are 360 square feet i mean standard. that's that's it's nothing. negligible but i thought the in my mind i thought the swan rooms were noticeably larger which is interesting because the not only are they smaller but they have larger beds, which would give the appearance of less space. And mm -hmm. you came away thinking that they were yeah. more spacious. I do know, and, and this is from having stayed at both of them recently, the bathrooms in the Swan are much, much nicer than the bathrooms in the Dolphin. They've got those glass um, doors on the shower mm -hmm. compared to like a shower curtain situation mm -hmm. in the Dolphin. And I, I recall them being much larger as well. And I think in this case, they actually were much larger in the Swan versus the Dolphin. So if a bathroom situation is important to you, Swan has a, a slight advantage there. 
And they both have, which I like, and a lot of the Disney resorts do this, is the separate, like, vanity area where the sink, like, you have an extra sink outside, and then there's a yeah. sink inside. So someone can be in the shower, and right. someone can be getting ready, brushing their teeth. I like that because, like, it's efficient. I like that as well. Yeah. The other thing, I, I guess, which is about their rooms is we've pro- we've stayed at both of these hotels within the last yeah. two years. Um, and... I think I like the dolphin balcony situation because there are swan balconies, but the view isn't that great. You do get a better view with a balcony at the dolphin because you're looking out and I mean, unless you're looking out at that middle corridor, your Mm balcony is likely looking towards like the Epcot space, um, where if you have a balcony at the swan, there's less opportunities for a nice view of that complex yes and let's and let's back up a little bit because i mean we're i i would assume that most of the listeners know excuse me exactly where these are located but the swan and dolphin are hotels and they're very nearby um boardwalk they are on um what is that um crescent Crescent lake (laughs) so walking distance to we'll get to that to the boardwalk and walking distance to two parts that we'll get to but that is the general area where the swan and dolphin are yeah. Anything else about the rooms specifically that we want to talk about? And and just to note, the reserve has 349 rooms, so markedly smaller than, than both. And of they are know. also two doubles. <clears throat> uh, I mean, I'm, two queens. Two queens. Okay. But, and the reserve is, is a little bit different because the reserve is, by and large, marketed as a boutique hotel. Right? I mean, that's, that's how they're kind of... I feel yeah. like they haven't marketed it a ton so far at all. Like, it's hard to think about yeah, that's, what they're... That's fair. But I feel like in comparison to the Swan and Dolphin, and just based on how many rooms there are, it, it is more of a boutique hotel than a, you know... Well, it doesn't seem two. like it would be a convention center. Oh, oh, no. No, it's not. No, it's and not. And they don't even have a parking lot. Yeah. So so these... It's, it's almost not even really fair. And also, we haven't stayed there or spent time there. So we, we're not... I don't consider any of us super qualified. But, you know. All right. Well, the the other thing that um, I had kind of in the, the difference... The differences in my notes were the... were Was the general atmosphere of the lobby. Um, this is huge. And here is where I think the dolphin has the leg up. The fin up. <laughs> Um, yeah, the lobby of the dolphin is absolutely gorgeous. It's grand. You have a bar in the lobby. It is high ceilings. It is chandeliers. It is very lush seating areas. Yeah. I feel like you can come out of a park and go right in and just like sit down anywhere, get a drink versus like you, if you were to go to like a restaurant or like that has a bar, like you have to wait to be seated. I feel you could walk up. Yeah. Kind of cool down, relax, have a drink. It's more convenient and yeah. you don't have to commit to like, where are we going? Is there going to be a wait? Like you don't have, mm-hmm. like most places off the boardwalk, it's like, well, we could go to, you know, Allen Compass, but there has to be a seat for us mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of good seating in the Dolphin Lobby, like very comfortable couches, like chase mm-hmm. lounges, uh, lots of tables. So yeah. like if you're checking in, 
You can kind of relax. It has like a real calming vibe. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, to describe it because like with the the ceiling, uh, like the light, the chandelier. the chandelier. Is that a fountain in the middle? Or yes. is it like yes. yeah, okay. sure. a fountain in the yeah. middle? It, it's just very relaxing, calming. They often it's, do live music there too. Oh, there's okay. usually, oh, yeah. I've never seen that. Yeah, I've there's never seen it. like over there if you. So I guess maybe not often. I've seen it. I've seen it multiple times. Okay. Said, I would guess Scott stayed at the Dolphin more than yeah. we have. Too. Yeah, that's yeah. Fair. They they all have like a keyboard player or. Oh, you know what? I think I have seen a keyboard oh, player. Oh boy, here we go. I was picturing like a band. I don't know. No, why. I mean not not like we're not talking like Mis- Misner's Lounge Band here. Right, we're right, talking right. like maybe one or two artists, maybe a singer, something like that. Yeah. Okay. It is good too, um, as a sports fan that yes. might want to catch something. They got the TVs there. Okay. Which, yeah. you know, you could just, again, you could just sit down and watch and just have a drink as of worrying about, oh, we're going to get into such and such. So I, I also want to say that before we get too into this, like, and we already kind of are, but we're obviously getting into the weeds on the comparison. But I want to say up front that, and I think everyone else will agree with me, that I love both of these hotels. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're obviously going to have to differentiate between the pros and cons of the two. But when it comes down to it, I don't think you can really go wrong with either. This should just be a way of making your choice a little uh, easier based on what you value more. Yeah. A little bit more on the lobby. Yeah. If you enjoy people watching Mm -hmm. when you're having your coffee in the morning, it is a tremendous people watching because you've always got some kind of conference going on there, whether it's like... Dancing, cheerleading, Dancing, cheerleading, businessmen. I think the last time I was there, it was like a John Deere convention, which, wow, that was something to look at. You know, but you... Not a Deer John. Not a Deer Deer John. John Deere. It was so sad. Everyone was just depressed. Just been broken up with. It's always an interesting crowd, and figuring out what these people's relationship to each other is, is entertaining. So if you enjoy that... Yeah, dolphin is big on that. You I mentioned like, coffee and geez, we'll get to that. Yeah, <laughs> that lobby, the dolphin lobby, it's a great like time waster. Oh like, yeah, you yeah, need it to, is. Like waste some time. And I, I often am killing time because I'm a very quick preparer when I'm ready mm-hmm. for to go to the park. So like I'm yeah, trying to kill a little bit of time. You don't say. <laughs> really, Scott? In, so in yes. comparison, I mean, news to everyone. Can we touch a little on the the what the Swan lobby <laughs> is like and what that situation is like on that main floor? There's. It's, yeah, it's, it's not open. It's underwhelming. It is. It, it's yeah. a very low ceiling. I mean, the architecture is nice. It's it's you know it's a they were nice, found as well. It's it's mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. but it is like you walk into that dolphin lobby and it is it's two stories. I mean, really, yeah. the main floor of the dolphin is two stories. You go up escalators if you enter at the like the park level. You you are on the second floor if you enter on street level. Like it is beautiful. But See, it's, chandeliers, yeah. but it's not like a gathering. No, the place. swan like the is dolphin. not a gathering place. You are sitting on like a fountain ledge if you're waiting to check in. There's not a lot of seats anywhere, everywhere. I will say about the swan, which I guess is technically part of that main floor, the general floor. They have like a lot of little hidden alcoves everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of little outdoor areas mm-hmm. that are just like. Maybe like yeah. a and and they're comfortable seating, but if it's 
a hundred degrees outside <laughs> or it's raining, that is not, you'd rather go to the dolphin. And some, someone remind me with the swan, um, because I always enter and I don't know the last time I would have entered from the street, from the roundabout there. Mm-hmm. I always enter from the boardwalk side. And when you walk in there, there's a small rotunda, the small fountain that you were talking about in the middle to the left, you have a restaurant that we'll touch on. Straight ahead you into your, have, you do not to, have your to your left, you have a gift shop. It's a yeah. gift shop, and the the check, check in, in is so right. right. Oh, right, 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 right. I'm sorry. Straight ahead and to the yeah, okay. Yeah, but you've got you've got offshoots for a restaurant, a uh, a walkway, and and check in. It's like three sections. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yes. it's all very like it's it's hub and spoke, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not at all like the dolphin, which is just this sprawling open thing. But what is it when you walk in through the the Park street entrance? side? Oh, the street. You oh, were, you're talking. You were. No, I was talking about. I was oh. talking about the other side, oh. which I thought I was right. When you walk in from the street, the the check in desks are on your right hand side. There's a big rectangular fountain area in the middle, mm-hmm. and then off to the left there is the shopping area. Then you go to the next section, which is a bigger fountain, and. I don't think the elevator. I think there's always you have the outdoor spaces. Two outdoor spaces, and then you get to the main back entrance, which Which is is what you're talking talking about, about. which is where they have the margarita bar, and then off to El Molino and Kimonos, whatever that is down there. And past Kimonos is uh, convention space. No, we'll get to that. I don't even know what's past there. I never go past there. Well, we'll we'll talk more about that in just a minute. All right. In defense of the Swan lobby. Uh, if you're looking for something on the quieter side, the swan is more conducive mm-hmm. to the the, the, oh, it's dolphin, the, dolphin the dolphin could be a little overwhelming if you kind of just want to like chill. Like you say you're waiting for your flight or something. It could be loud and just yeah. the swan is a lot more relaxing and not as... Yeah, and if, there, you, if you the, got more than like 40 people in that um, lobby area with the dolphin, it can get yeah. super mm-hmm. loud, whereas the swan is usually... And there is some space inside to sit. Like, I know, I forget what we were waiting for, but there was a little table right outside Il Molino that is not part of Il Molino, like, where you could sit and just wait in the air conditioning. Like, it's not all outside space, but it's not, like, I would say the Dolphin would be a good hotel, like, if you had a bunch of friends staying there at the same time, you were like, let's just meet down in the lobby and have yes. some drinks because there's, mm-hmm. you will have a space for like 10 people to sit around yeah. where at the Swan, it's just like, okay. Yeah. Like just, I agree. That's like a good a point. Little, like there's like a table for four maybe. And there, of- there are some chairs around that Java mm-hmm. area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's a could- good point. I never thought about that, that the dolphin might be more conducive to a group trip yes. and the Swan would be more conducive to like, if you were just going with your partner or maybe I, by yourself. I have something else that I guess would go with this lobby room theme. Um, that, is major points for the swan in my opinion is the elevator situation it is like you need a compass and a map at the mm. dolphin like mm. all elevators do not equal the same destination they all do not you have to be in the right tower there are three like different three towers, different right? towers. Mm-hmm. and in the swan i think it's just yeah. left and right like you can just go yeah. one or the other way to get there where you have since the dolphin's so much bigger you have extra yeah. extra towers to hit mm-hmm. so all right, so let's talk about money. Um, I ran just a, a an experiment. Today is Sunday, May 15th, um, and I just ran one night. If I was to go check in tonight, the swan would be $411 for one night. You get the, that's for two queen beds in one room. 
The Dolphin is $411 for one night. Double beds in the room. And the Swan Reserve, which again, don't know much about the rooms themselves, but $369 for one night. And those are double beds. You know, and I feel like this, you know, right now they're even, but you look at these throughout the year. They change. They change. And mm -hmm. sometimes the Swan is more expensive. Expensive. Jeez. Sometimes the Swan is more expensive. Sometimes the Dolphin is more expensive. And it just kind of fluctuates. They don't tend to be drastically more or less. They probably teeter around like yeah. $25, $30 standard deviation. Yeah, I know. I know that most of the times I've stayed at the Swan, it has been cheaper than the Dolphin because I don't pick one of these over the other. I'm surprised by that. I am too. Yeah, but, I, but I know you said. Well, I, I, I'm not saying. Maybe I misspoke there. I'm not saying that the Swan is typically cheaper. I'm saying that the times that I have stayed at the Swan, it's because it was cheaper. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because I'm not picking one over the other at a higher rate. I'm picking whichever one is less expensive. Yes. So I and yes. I have stayed at the Swan, you know, four or five, maybe six times. So it has been cheaper a number of times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I I wonder what the I would love to know what the logistics of that is like it's gotta be a calendar well of course know, like, but this convention's coming in we can charge more at this one or yeah or, i was gonna say maybe if there's not a convention though and park what's going on at epcot you so know, i know yeah. right now looking at october the dolphin is substantially less cost than the swan okay. so a couple okay points on this um check other sites so so one thing because they're Marriott properties, you could use Marriott. If, if you're a corporate traveler, have a Marriott credit card, right? All of those things apply here. It doesn't mean you're just booking through Disney. You got the Bonvoy points. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's yeah, their that's reward mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing. Continually check because their rates do change. And oftentimes, they will go down. So if you make your reservation, you're comfortable with the price great but continually check you just have to rebook the the reservation and you get the cheaper rate they do have like a lot of times you can call and just be like listen i have an existing reservation what's the best you can do or or i see that it's gone down yeah I've and, and every now and then you'll get someone who's like no you got to cancel and rebook and you're like okay that's uh, no, ridiculous it, all you do is i mean i've done this five times at this point oh, okay Go you ahead. just Go to your regular reservation, kind of like a Southwest. If you're mm -hmm. rebooking to get the cheaper rate, you just select the same room. It'll just give you the new rate. Oh, and you can just it just saves over it. Yes. Oh, that's yep. cool. Well, that's and, way easier than calling. I, I always I've I've done this before and I called. And then they do AAA discounts. They do teacher discounts. They do annual pass annual, discounts, yes. which is the big one. So check all those things. It's it's on their site. Yeah. Um. Google it probably, but and, and they're a little bit. I mean, we're gonna get into the differences between the Disney resorts and these two, but a lot of it uh, because they are not Disney resorts. You'll see more fluctuation than a Disney yeah. resort. Like Disney resorts tend to stay around the same area, mm -hmm. but like you could book these through Orbitz or like you know Travelocity or Priceline where you might see a yes. lower rate or get like some sort of discount because the website is hosting a discount yeah. mm -hmm. that you know you're never going to see at those Disney resorts or very rarely the 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 biggest difference between the Disney resorts and these is the resort fee okay. we had to 
So that's $35 a day okay. that you're not paying at the uh, at Disney resorts. So basically, if you see, I don't know, uh, Cor Coronado's <laughs> 300 and the Swatter Dolphins 265 you could basically say they're both 300 right? Right, because so, you're not paying a, um, a daily resort fee. Yeah, just some, just add 35 bucks onto whatever rate you're seeing because you're going to... That's a good point. That's yeah. a very good point. And we're going to get into a little bit more discussion with the differences between Disney resorts and these in just a minute. And no. some of them are cost, you know, yeah. adjacent. So we'll get back to that in just a second. All right. So let's talk about our favorite thing, uh, the dining options. Hmm. Um, so at the Swan, we have Chill, which is that the margarita bar? Is that yes. right when you walk yes, in? Yes, it is. Okay. Then we have Garden Grove, which is down the hallway past Kimonos. Uh, we have Il Molino, uh, which is when you come in the park side, it's on the left, right off the, the lobby. You have Java, which is their um, coffee bar. Um, you have one of our absolute podcast favorite, ho or favorite restaurants is Kimonos. And then you have the Splash Pool Bar and Grill, which is outside near the Swan Pool. And technically the Swan, we'll talk about the pools too. Swan Pool is technically a quiet pool. Um, and this menu does differ from the pool menu at the Dolphin. Where, where is this? Is the pool the one we've sat at? Yes. And technically the, you can like kind of access it from the hallway where Kimono's is. Yeah, right, Past right. there, it's just a square pool. They do have like a little bar that kind of connects the walkway between yeah. the dolphin pool and the swan pool there's like a little i mean they do sandwiches they do they have do drinks um but it is back on like the like closer towards like the road actually yeah um so we've got dining options there i mean i think okay. if you've mm -hmm. ever listened to an episode of this podcast you know how much we love kimonos um, so that would probably We've had be, some good meals at Il Molino. Okay. Yeah. Il Molino like is yeah. at probably the best Italian food on property. Yes. I mean, uh, uh, and Il yeah, Molino is a, a chain. I mean, they they have Il Molinos in other cities. So if you're familiar, you know it's it's good. But that's these are also all of these hotels are easier to get into dining wise than the Disney resorts. Um, like some of these are on open table. I believe Blue Zoo is, and is I think Shula's is too. We'll talk about those in a second, but yeah, you, you can get in, you know, a lot easier than you can a lot of the Disney places. Anything else to say about the Swan dining options? No, I mean, Java too. So for what, I honestly rarely see, what's it, chill where I rarely even see that open. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's closed right now, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it may be pandemic closed, mm -hmm. but it, um, it was always afternoons and evenings. But because they lack a traditional lobby bar or something, Java does have to go. If you're like looking for foods, a drink, yeah. I think they have like white cloth, cans of white yeah. cloth. Fins. Fins. Fins, yeah. So if you're looking for a drink and go and end up going in there, they do have a limited selection, but you can get some alcohol there. There you go. Um, all right, so I'm just going to, just because we're kind of geographically in that area, I'm just going to say the reserve has uh, four spots. They have Amare, which is their sit-down, sit kind of like a Mediterranean-themed um, restaurant. Then they have Grounds, which I would assume is their coffee spot. I actually <laughs> hate that name. 
grounds. Yeah. It's, it sounds gritty. You don't want to eat yeah. the grounds. I think I just I call it beans. I'd rather them call it beans. beans. <laughs> Which would, of course, be even Steven Steve. <laughs> I get such a gag reflex if there's grounds yeah. in the coffee that I'm drinking. Just... It, it is... Oh, what's I, worse, I, biting into bread and then sticking to the top of the roof of your mouth or coffee grounds? Kill you? Just yes, kill you? Yes. Okay. Okay, we, we have that. Wait, <laughs> biting into a sandwich and the bread gets stuck like to the roof of your mouth? Soft bread that just gets like wet uh-huh. and stuck uh, to the rock. Oh, so mouth. like are peanut so, like, butter so, sandwiches off off the, the table for you? Yeah. I do enjoy that actually. Yeah. Uh, you're trying to chew. Yeah, I I, like if you gave me two slices of white bread, I couldn't eat a sandwich. I would have to toast it. Okay. Because oh. I have a, ph- a phobia. Man, you must have hated communion. <laughs> uh, st- nah, those are wafers. Oh, oh yeah, right. You, you guys do wafers. Um, we did bread. Oh, I had the fear of it sticking to the roof of my mouth. Okay. Well, that's just a little... <laughs> I didn't get any treats. <laughs> just put your finger up there and dislodge it. Then they have two other places. They have Stir, which I'm assuming is a bar and actually Tangerine. I think one's on the rooftop. So, again, we haven't been there. We'll figure this out for you guys soon. All right. Let's talk about the dolphin. Um, so, the dolphin has a ton of places to eat and drink. Um, we've got the Cabana Bar and Beach Club, which is outside. If you're looking at the park entrance of the Dolphin, it is on the left side and kind of is like the entrance to their pool area. They have a huge pool area yeah. associated with the Dolphin. Good tendies if you want to wait an hour and a half for them. <laughs> um, then they have Fountain, which is, again, on the park side. Mm-hmm. It's on the left before you go up the escalators. Uh-oh. It's like a 50s-themed soda jerk shop like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shop. ice cream ice cream, right? ice cream. i've never gotten anything yeah me i got soup there of course that's you super bizarre it's probably like 100 <laughs> degrees and scott's like i can go for some chicken nudes I, I got that before i was getting on a flight oh boy you got soup <laughs> soup at, and the, at the soda fountain that features ice cream you know prominently. You went Scott. for soup. Was it Laugh just... all you want, but it was like homestyle chicken noodle. Uh, of course it was, Scott. It was delicious. You, you do. Love you love soup. a soup. A, we got a soup, man. Um, all right, so we got fountain, then we have fresh Mediterranean market, which I don't even know where that is. The basement of the dolphin is just a labyrinth that I do hard. not it's understand. It's hard to find a way around. So it's I'm, no man's I'm, land. I'm thinking it's down there. Fuel is their coffee spot, which I'm telling you was like my my best friend Brianna like lived there. The white like she was like we're going to fuel this morning, going to fuel. I'm pretty sure she's like the premier advertiser yes, for fuel. She loves fuel. Yeah, you got good. Um, you got regular coffee. You have signature coffee drinks. You've got light breakfast fare and like breakfast sandwiches. Nah. I remember the last time I was there, I was so hungry, and I just bought, like, five bags of chips, and it was, like, $40, and I was like, <laughs> this kill me. Is, this place so is expensive. not for the faint of heart no, if, but, if you're right. on a budget, because yeah, this... No. Oh, yeah, it goes up quick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then we have Finn's, which is the lobby bar. Yes, mm-hmm. that's okay. correct. So yeah. that's, that's the bar where you can just kind of walk up and... Holly said this earlier, which is a great point, is that you can just kind of sit in the lobby further away. Like, you don't even have to sit at the bar to just go up and grab a thin drink. And we have Peekaboo, which I think is also in the basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we discovered that this is like, this was, it's currently closed, um, closed temporarily. Um, this is a late night spot. One of the latest in Disney World. Um, so, just... A note. When we say basement, it's the same level as the where pool. you walk in. 
Right, before you go you up the escalators. You don't have to go, like, where, uh... Before you go up the escalators, that's basement correct. to us. Yeah. You have to take a service elevator <laughs> no, down. I know, There's but a bunch that's of storage. what it like when you get back there. Oh my gosh, I just realized where Fresh Mediterranean Market is. It just came to me as you guys were saying that. So, like, if you make the left where Fountain is, if you're walking on the park side, Fountain, if you make the left down, oh, yes. here, yeah. it's straight ahead. Yeah. And they have like breakfast and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you keep walking down that elevator yes. and that or that hallway. Yeah, you would make that's a right where at the, the gym, entrance. That's where the gym is. Mm-hmm. That's where that? that's mm-hmm. where uh peekaboo is. Yep. It's all down in that yeah. like left hand side of the first yeah. floor. You do kind of a horseshoe around it. Yes. It, it, I don't like it gives it you it so gives you a band vibe. Yes, it, it is it, like it, it is the basement. It's yeah. a basement. It feels yeah. like a basement. It's so dark. The ceilings are low. As much as like the, the lobby is beautiful yeah. and high ceiling, Peekaboo and Medi- Fresh Mediterranean Market may be steer clear of those too. I got I got a good comparison. Okay. It feels like a hospital cafeteria. Absolutely. I, oh my gosh. Right? Yes. You, go, you go around the line. You're, yeah, it's it, almost it's like a cafeteria. Very, yeah. In defense of Peekaboo? They've got some solid food options yeah. when they're open. Just saying the, the atmosphere. Um, okay, atmosphere not great, but food options yes. plentiful. Yes. <laughs> I want to say they they call this a they got soup. Oh. I'm sure they have soup, Scott. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what they what word they use to describe peekaboo? A a buffeteria. Oh boy. <laughs> Which is just disgusting. Not even like buffeteria. Yeah, like a buff- buffeteria. Buffeteria. <laughs> no, but, you know what they have? They have a lot of like made-to-order things where they'll have like a like if you want like a taco salad, you could like make it your like kind of like Chipotle esque and like a mod pizza esque like where you can make mm-hmm. or like a Blaze pizza for Disney World people. I'm really not a fan of 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 make your own foods. But then they also have almost like a little like bodega down there where there's like you can get a six pack of fins and feathers. Like there you can like kind of grab and go some stuff but some of it's made to order which is why we have this fun category. There's a bunch of like remember, stray cats walking around. I, just a, I remember after one of the, the yeah. like drunkest nights going down there for breakfast and just housing everything like just grease and it was so good. So I'm really I, I surprised that they're not open because that seems like it's a different like clothes like fountain. People don't need chicken noodle soup on already. Um, don't they? Don't they? Don't they? <laughs> and then probably the two like most like keystone uh, properties of the Dolphin are Shula's Steakhouse, which you can go back and listen to a review that mm-hmm. Robin Holly did. Um, this is white tablecloth, very classy, high high end dining in the uh, Dolphin, and then also uh, Todd English's Blue Zoo, which is a great place to get a drink. But I noted earlier in this podcast, it's a great restaurant. Great I would restaurant. say uh, Todd English's Blue Zoo is the, uh, I guess, hippest of the spots. If we're talking about this, it, yeah. it gives you a um, like a. Metropolitan, oh, yeah, like yeah. a Vegas, uh, a oh, nice Vegas yeah, restaurant. Vegas, yeah. Vegas good, restaurant, good, good call, good call. Yeah. yeah, especially with the you know you got the celebrity chef attachment. So, um, yeah, yeah, we really what if you right now where are you going right now? Go around what what you have your choice of all of these restaurants where are you either going? either place either Swan or Dolphin. Yep, any or or the reserve. But what restaurant? Yeah, where are you going to eat? Well, it's it's lunch right now, yeah. which is an important distinction. Um, yeah, I, I mean, if they're all open, let's say they're all open. If you want to, 
I'd go to Il Molino. Okay. Uh, without a doubt, Shulas. Uh, I could go for some sushi and edamame. So oh, okay. kimonos. kimonos. I'm on a blue zoo. Uh, Holly and I are going to have a nice date, <laughs> date, date lunch at kimonos. Okay. My only problem with kimonos, and I am not a sushi person. If you are not a sushi person, there is very little for you there. Correct. You're yeah. right. You're right. Luckily for me. Well, right. I mean, if you are a sushi person, it is an excellent Oh, it's wild because I never even look past the sushi options. Like I, I don't, I couldn't tell. I've done tempura there before. That's pretty good. But like as far as like entree entrees, like I would assume they have your standard. Like there's probably a chicken teriyaki entree. I actually I don't, don't think, think there, there is. is. Oh, that's no. that's wild. No, it's all sushi. I have yeah. no idea what their entree. It, and options you're are. like so, like it's like appetite. Like gyoza. right, tempura is like the only thing that is non sushi. So you can get that, but like, yeah. there's very little in terms of actual menu. Co- I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Is everything coming out of that corner? So like the tempura, are they frying it back there? I think so. I never thought thought to. I I know I always get sushi and edamame, yeah. so I'm like, oh, I never I, thought about it either. Um, you know, the last time I was there with Rob and Holly, I got a shrimp tempura roll and I just remembered it was so life changing. It was so <laughs> good. And I'm like, I, I don't know, like after a day in the park, I, I feel like my stomach's always a little off cause I've been mm-hmm. eating, but it's like hot. I ate every piece that was in front of me. It was so good. I feel like for me, like sushi, it's lightweight. Yes. Agreed. And when I'm out in the hot, the humidity, I don't want to eat anything heavy heavy. 100%. And I feel like, I don't know, sushi's and, and, always I mean, a... you're not getting crazy mm. eel no, and stuff. No, you're it's getting very basic. Yeah, it's, stuff, yeah. Which is, um, you know what's going to put a wrench in our works is the fact that kimonos I, is not open for oh, lunch and they is, don't open until 5.30. Neither, neither is Blue Zoo. That's, I said that. Oh, I didn't hear I said, that part. assuming the place is open. Neither is Shula's. Thank you. I think Gil Molino opens later too, yeah. Yeah, they all do. Are any of these places open for lunch? Well, let's just pretend kimonos is open. Yes, yes. <laughs> that, yeah. Um, yeah. I just the, sushi The now. pool bar is. And so is the fountain, I believe. Uh, and so and is fuel. Fresh fuel. Mediterranean Fuel is market. always open. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk a little bit, and we're going to get back to the dining. I have some little fun things that I looked up from before, which just cracked me up. All okay, right, wait. so um, the let's talk about the distance from the parks. Um, this is, I think, a very important element when you're making this decision. Um, the Swan would be the closest mm-hmm. walking distance-wise to Hollywood Studios and Epcot. See, I would think the Dolphin... Mm-mm. Because, oh. like, with the swan, well, yeah, okay. I'll yeah, think. it's 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 definitely yeah. the swan. I mean, there are some rooms at the Dolphin if you're close to the yacht yeah. club that it may be comparable. You can sleep to go away to go out the Crescent Lake side. Yeah, but we're splitting hairs. Oh yeah, yeah. it's I mean, not like it's not like one's a mile. Like it's they're a quarter, quarter of a couple hundred feet. Yeah, where Five extra they're minutes. where they're lo- located. For me, I can only speak for myself. Location is key. Like, if I'm going down, I'm typically going down for a festival, and I'm going to spend all my time, you know, in Epcot. And what's so great about it is there's just so many... You can walk. There's so many options. You can go to the different parks. you got the Skyliner. you got the boat. Um, Yes. Your walking distance to Epcot, the preferred way to enter Epcot through the... the, um, the um, International Gateway. International Gateway. I, I just blanked so hard. No, thank you. And then also walking distance down the walkway to uh, Hollywood Studios. 
And not to mention the fact that, you know, the Skyliner, which, mm-hmm. um, and also you are walking distance to the boardwalk and any of the amenities mm-hmm. at, you know, on the boardwalk or in the boardwalk resort, yacht club and beach club, mm-hmm. if you wanted to eat or, you know, or drink at any of those places. I mean, it's, it's crazy. And also you were paying less typically than what you would pay at the boardwalk, oh, the yacht or the beach. So you were getting this premium location at a at a moderate, uh, price. moderate price. And that <laughs> is why we have such an affinity for these places. Funny story about that. I was just I had been looking for resorts for October for the week that we go down in October. And right now it's going for about about 350 to 450 depending on Swan or Dolphin. Sure. For if you wanted to get a room at the boardwalk right now. Oh god. $1125 a night. Oh my god. How much? $1125 a night. 1125 per night. Per night. Which means that they're basically sold out and they're just they can Like we got two. Right. Right. How much you want it? One bedroom or something that had our two bedroom or something. No, it was a where, standard where, room. Where was this again? Boardwalk. Boardwalk. Oh. Yeah. I, I mean I was just looking I, there's no way I would ever pay for that oh, but God, like no. I was just looking at the prices of them and that's what they have it priced as and they would let you book it so they must have a room. Yeah. That is absurd. That that's where I go over to the Swan or the Dolphin. Yeah. yeah. I well, mean that's that's, that's why yeah. I always True. end up there but yeah. You know the talking about the distance there was I would pay a lot of money to have a bank of those electric scooters at the Swan or Dolphin <laughs> that you could drive to the entrance of Ep- Epcot and back. Me? Too. I'd pay I'd pay fifty dollars a day for they, that. They yeah. should for a just, lime a lime scooter. Well, they should make their own. Why not do a mouse? Because well, of the liability. I know. I mean, I know. I would sign a waiver. Yeah. Then you don't have to walk the death hill. That Whoa. would be so amazing. <laughs> also, the problem with those and what m- most major cities hate about them is because, and maybe it'd be a little more contained and easy to manage inside the realm of Disney is that like people just leave them everywhere. Oh, I'm sure they like they just like they don't care. They just like. They like dump them in bodies of water. Well, you like, do like a city bike where you pay for yeah. it and you don't get it back unless you dock it. Yeah, but then you gotta then you gotta pedal. I'm okay. With, I'd rather pedal. I'd than rather walk. pedal than walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it, but a scooter, especially would be on the way back. Oh my. Yo, Lord. those scooters are like. If they just had razor scooters fast. out there, I would take that. Yeah. Oh, so like. Plus, that. we'd look so rad. <laughs> They're eco friendly. Yeah, that's true. Eco friendly. <laughs> How old are you? I don't know. Papa jump. All right, so now. We're gonna talk about e- we're gonna talk about extracurricular activities at the uh, Swan and Dolphin, um, and I guess the Reserve. We'll say one thing that is a little unique there. Um, there is a rooftop area at the Swan Reserve that has like a fire pit, and I think one of these dining locations is up there. So that's something that um, you know you can watch the fireworks from there. Um, but let's let's get back to the Swan and Dolphin. Um, we have the pools, which I think is a big thing that at least our group of friends really likes about the Swan and Dolphin. Mm-hmm. The Dolphin Pool is amazing. Um, it it's really is. a grotto pool. It's very Vegas. Um, Best pool on property, my mm-hmm. opinion. Whoa. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. 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 That is the Polynesian. Yeah. Yeah. The poly- the I've never been there. Oh, it's so good. So I can't speak good. to that. It is so good. Um... Yeah, yeah. It uh, the dolphin pool is great. These kind. We were just the, about to get just 
Well, I mean... It, People are going to rain fists on you. I don't know that you can count DVC pools, because those are private. No, they're not. You could... If you're sitting at the pod, you could stay there, right? I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought you couldn't get in unless you were a DVC member. No. no. I think it's yeah. your magic band get you I think through, it's just the Yeah, the you just have to be a guest pool. of the Polynesian. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah, these pools, like, kind of connect the swan and dolphin on the backside, so you have, like, the, the dolphin pool, there's a classic just like rectangular pool by the cabana bar then the grotto pool wraps around and then there's the swan pool which we were talking about it kind of goes right behind uh kimonos yep um awesome awesome pool to hang out at Mm -hmm. i mean it really just it's expansive it's yeah it's a large complex yeah got a nice you got like the grotto you got a hot hot tub, tub you have yeah, you got that uh, that waterfall. slide. You got that little mm-hmm. waterfall. Yeah, there's also swan boat rentals here that you can get out on Crescent Lake. <laughs> I've never done that, but I've seen people do it. Um, it's too much work. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I just feels hot. See, yeah. see also my feeling about pedaling earlier. <laughs> um, we have the Mandara Spa at the Dolphin. Which I've so never, expensive. I never need. Done, so I want to do that. Yeah. I just want to spend the money and just. Oh, you will. I would. I would. I would. One of these days. They do not let you have that for free. I want to try it. Then we have uh, one of our favorite activities that we pretty much do mm-hmm. every time we're there. Karaoke at Kimonos. We've talked about this before. It's yeah. the best. I mean, that's why I think one of the main reasons we go to Kimonos so much. I was going to say, too, like there's boardwalk entertainment as well. Yeah. So anything at the over. boardwalk is within five minutes, too. So you can ride a, ride a Surrey bike mm-hmm. or, you know, any of the games. or Pop over to uh, Jelly the Atlantic Dance Hall. Pop, yeah. a, jump yeah. over. <laughs> Pop a jump on your Razor scooter. <laughs> Um, and then they once a year they have the food and wine classic, uh, which is a big deal in the convention space. And again, ton of convention space in both of these hotels. That is not what's that two nights? It's not well, it long, was, right? It was different during um, the pandemic. They did it over a bunch of weekends, but this year I believe it's in November for two nights. But they'll do like little receptions out in some of like the garden mm-hmm. areas of. Um, it's usually the Swan where the bulk of this is. Yeah. All right, so let's just talk about difference between you staying on property at a Disney resort versus you staying at the Swan and Dolphin. Um, you get the early theme park hours if you're at the Swan and Dolphin. You get the extended evening hours. You get so the those s- are the same. Those are the same. We'll get to the differences in just a second. Sorry, I should have worded that differently. You get the lightning lane selections at 7 a.m. like the rest of Disney property. You get free park parking if you have a car and want to park at a park. And you get package delivery to the hotel from the parks. If that's if you buy something, they will take it to the Swan and Dolphin for you. Um, the differences. And I'm, I'm going to let Rob talk about this one. Um, the, you pay for parking and there's no getting out of it. Sometimes at the Disney resorts, you can get out of it. Like they don't know. They don't keep track. I know they say you're paying for parking. Correct. You're not you're not yeah. paying for parking at a Disney resort many times. Um I've had yeah, I've had a rental car multiple times that I've yet to knock on wood pay okay. for. All right. We're not we're not giving you up here. We're not giving um, you up to the authorities. But yeah, you're paying I think it's it's twenty four dollars a day. 
The it's last expensive. I, the last I in addition remember. to the room charge, so think about that. Yes, that's in that's you got your resort fee, but then if you're taking it. But I will say now that you don't have the, you have to pay for means of getting from the airport they, to property. Yeah. They now used some to of that not, gets offset. Yeah, yeah, they do they never did the magical express, but now that everyone doesn't do the magical right. express now, it's that's fair game. Especially if your other option is eleven fifty a night at the boardwalk, I think you'll you'll <laughs> yep. you'll you'll eat that parking mm-hmm. charge. Um the other thing is that the um Employees working there are not cast; mem- they're not Disney cast members. So if that makes a big difference to you, although we've had, I've had lovely experiences, experiences yeah, with, with the employees there. working there, they are Marriott employees, but they are excellent. They're Marriott cast members. You know, you know what? I, the impression that I get, I get the impression that they're very happy for their Disney park guests because they get a lot of those convention guests that are like, "I'm here for business." Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's is just, that your impression of a person who is on a convention? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I look at them and I see a lot of sadness. Because <laughs> they're working. I just love work. Um, the other thing is you cannot charge your magic band for purchases. So if you're, you, ha- you like to wear a magic band in the park, if you're staying there, you cannot charge your purchases in the park to your magic band if you're staying at the department. No room key. And mm-hmm. yeah, right. It's a it's not your room key either. So like the magic band privileges do not exist at the Swarm and Dolphin. Um, and I think oh, no dining plan, which no one has a dining plan right now. But uh, the big thing for me that is the one thing that I think really does hurt is they are not Disney buses. So at Animal Kingdom, uh, no difference. However, at the Magic... It does drop off in a different location. Oh, does it? It drops you off the yeah. parking mm-hmm. lot. It, yeah, where you would But get, it's closer, actually. It, yeah. it, it, where you get the Uber or Lyft mm-hmm. okay, at so uh, Animal Kingdom, there. it's right off of there. Those woods. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, little, it's a lot closer yeah. to the entrance than the Disney buses. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. then we got an advantage there. But really, I, think. I mean, you're... Yeah. Ep- yeah. I mean, if you're staying at either of those hotels, you're you're walking at Epcot or Hollywood Studios. You can also crazy take the Or take the friendship boat. So this yeah. is only coming into play For with getting the to the Magic Kingdom, Animal, Animal Kingdom, or Disney Springs. Um, and that would bring me to Magic Kingdom, which is the big... The big... Yeah negative um they drop you off at the ttc Mm. for for the magic kingdom that's a semi-recent development within the last year or two you hop on the monorail and then you have to get on the the ferry or the ferry some garbage right there or another hack is from the resort walk to the boardwalk or or yacht club that's the way to do it right every time grab your coffee just walk over to the one you'll save you'll save time even with the 10 minute walk to one of those resorts and you get your steps in yep Because you're not going to get enough of those in that (laughs) park. Um, So, yeah. So, those are, like, the main similarities and differences between the two. I just have have some fun tidbits. I did some research on Friday um, of places now defunct from the Swan and Dolphin. Um, The first being Harry's Safari Bar and Grill. Harry's Safari Bar and Grill opened with the Dolphin in 1990 and it closed in 1999. It was a seafood and steak restaurant decorated in rustic jungle theme, complete with tropical murals, stuffed animals, tigers, gorillas, giraffes, and elephants, monkey chandeliers, and tiger-striped carpets. 
I get a very. I saw some photos of this online. I did some research. I get a very uh, the the precursor to the Skipper Canteen. Oh, like a classy Victorian jungle vibe hmm. okay. is is what they were going for. And where was where um, was so, I was thinking like Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, so yeah, I believe yeah, that's, that's where Shul is. Uh, I, I don't have full confirmation of it, but that was like the big dining spot there. Um, and then there was Coral Cafe, which was a breakfast buffet where Blue Zoo is now. And uh-huh. I think it closed in like 2003. Um, but guests may choose either extensive buffet or a traditional American and Japanese breakfast dishes. Hmm. On Sundays, traditional Japanese breakfast does. Goofy Pluto, Chip and Dale host a character breakfast buffet, and the lunch menu offers a wide variety of salads and sandwiches, whereas dinner is a la carte or from the buffet. It's sea-inspired hues from this family-friendly restaurant, while whimsical fish float from the ceiling, which I believe is probably still how Blue Zoo is kind of themed. Blue Zoo has a nautical theme, like... It's like a lot of wire fish, like in the bar area, and then it's more of like an aquarium feel. The water. <laughs> and I will say there are some problematic things. So um, just this is historical. I'm just gonna say times were weird back in the nineties. Times were weird. We had a southwestern um, restaurant in the Dolphin called One and Only. <laughs> One and Only's southwestern menu. Features creative entrees such as Texas black skillet ribeye, lobster tacos, honey pecan chicken, and hakama crusted red snapper. A wine list is available. The atmosphere. The old Southwest is alive and well at one and only's. (laughs) Cacti are fashioned out of metalwork, and a jail cell encloses Mm. the restaurant's bar area. The tables and chairs are fashioned from hardwood, and the color scheme is tones of rust and beige. Whoo! Anyway. So wait, I love that they don't even mention like they're like. So this is a play on words of a dude named Juan's name, but we're not going to mention anything even vaguely Mexican or even Latin American no, at all. No. Well, no, no. Southwest. Southwest. Yeah, Southwest. Right, but like, but they couldn't even be. I was thinking like, oh, there were going to be some some like Mexican inspired tacos, dishes. Lobster tacos. Lobster tacos. tacos. Okay. <laughs> okay. So all those the- Mexican lobsters. Okay, so yeah. we get the the uh, the vibe of the dolphin basement continues with the buffeteria. We got Tubby Checkers buffeteria. <laughs> Tubby yeah. Checkers. Tubby Checkers, the 1950s themed fast food restaurant, and that's where the fountain was. So they kind of kept that theme going. <laughs> Tubby Such Checkers. Such a good one. Um, and here's another one that makes it good. Um, they had a authentic Asian... Um, oh, no. restaurant Uh-oh. called <laughs> Some S-U-M Chows. Some oh. Chows. Um, Understood. I, okay, I okay. Next, next, next. Now we have this. Let's move over to the swan. That was all in the dolphin. They really love to play on words, <laughs> Yeah, they, they sure did. They sure did. We had Palio, which was a, um, a high-end Italian restaurant, and that's where Il Molino was. Uh, how is that? How is that spelled? P-A-L-I-O. Palio. P-A-L-I-O. I guess it'd be polio. Um, and it was kind of like almost like a very like Mediterranean, like late nineties Tuscan looking. Like the 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 restaurant did not look as nice as it is now with uh, with Il Molino. Um, and then we have Gulliver's Grill, hmm. which doing research online, people 
loved Gulliver's Girl. Like, this was a big one. And that's where the Garden mm-hmm. Grove is now. Mm-hmm. And with a name like Gulliver, Gulliver's Girl, what kind of Disney characters do you think would be there? Any guesses? Uh, the seven dwarfs. I'm just making a hop from the Lilliputians. I think a yeah. Gulliver, like a giant. Yeah, like, giants. Giants. Oh, like the the, the, the giant Jack. from Jack and the Beanstalk, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. BFG. Well, we got Timon and Pumbaa there. Of course. Oh, no oh, doubt. My gosh. Okay. Um, it offers hearty and creatively prepared dinner entrees such as prime rib, filet mignon, lamb, seafood, steak, and chicken. Healthy choices and vegetarian options are available upon request. So if you want to eat healthy, you got to request that. <laughs> Gulliver's interior is inspired by the well-known tale Gull- Gulliver's Travels. The, gu- the dining room is a replica of the birdcage where the Queen Caribbean kept her giant pet swan. A popular character dining is here five nights a week, and that was Timon and Pumbaa and Lion King. But how characters. did they like fit? I just okay. I'm not don't, even don't gonna. Try I'm not even gonna try to. So that's it. that's just a little bit of the history of what was in the Swan and Dolphin mm. before what we know it now. It just oh, kind of cracked cracked me up some of those. What about the? Uh... Oh, okay. So I found an old dining review. I've pretty much told uh, everyone this just in general passing this week. Um, from 2002, one of my like places I'd always wanted to eat that I never got the chance to was the Concourse Steakhouse, which was in the Disney Contemporary Resort, kind of attached to Chef Mickey's. And it was very like classy. Like I'm, I'm just obsessed with. So you just found this when you were doing your yeah. I was doing research for this, but this is just a funny uh, side about the Contemporary. Um, it's for the Concourse Steakhouse. Steaks are the draw for dinner at this sleek eatery, although chicken dishes and seafood are also available. At lunch, lighter fare includes hamburger, salad, and pizza. Breakfast highlights includes omelets, Mickey waffles, and Mickey stickies. Mickey stickies. Nice. I want to bring right. that verbiage back, please. Oh, I want Mickey yeah. stickies at, at Gaston's Tavern. Only Mickey, Mickey stickies. stickies. Mickey stickies. So... Does anyone is anyone changing their their opinion? Uh, I mean, if the only time I would ever change my opinion is if if I was going to be using the the grotto pool side more than one day, I would err to the side of the dolphin because it's a lot less of a walk mm-hmm. and you aren't trading that much down for it from the swan. Because it, it's really close between the two of these. So if you are if you are going to go for a pool stay where you're going to have a couple of pool days, you might want to pick the dolphin there. Yeah. Given everything else, I'd probably say swan most times. And I would probably stay at whatever is cheaper at the yeah. time of oh, booking. Oh, I would too. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't quibble about the rooms more. I would pay attention to the price. And if it's and if it's about the same, it then you start getting down to, um, you know, how important that pool day is to you and if it's a bed size, a large right. if it's right. a large group or if it's a uh, or if it's just a It a is small. nice to be if you have a large group of people to be able to meet in the dolphin lobby. Yeah. That helps mm-hmm. because it's easier to find people. I wanted to add something to the extracurricular. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like don't forget too like Bar crawls. Oh, yeah. Like, you can do the Crescent Lake bar crawl, and then there's the Skyliner ball crawl, and everything is... Easily accessible yeah. right there. Yeah. And, and I know we talked a lot about the boardwalk, but the yacht and beach are great too. And, yeah. and those are next door to the dolphin, yeah. essentially. So yeah. the, one, the one advantage of both of these resorts is that 
no matter what park you you go to, you can always get those yacht beach mm-hmm. boardwalk buses back. Never wait for the bus to yeah. go to the Swan or Dolphin. Just take the first thing. Yeah, and that goes for all of them interchangeably. Right, right, pretty it does. Much. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you see a, if yeah. you're staying at the boardwalk and you see a Swan Dolphin, you can get on it. So. All right. Um, any last call items? Nope. Oh, well, yesterday was one of our podcast members' birthdays. So happy Aww. birthday to my husband, happy Matt, birthday. our yeah, intrepid producer. Hey, thanks. Um, that's it. And that's it. All right. Um, what? Do we do a shout out for? Did we already do? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah oh, we yeah. did for the yeah, yeah. for the podcast okay, well, suggestion. Yes, yes. Don't mind me today. I'm, <laughs> uh, my brain's like all over the place. All good. Alrighty. Well, I guess that leaves us with one thing. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers.